This is the Witness History podcast from the BBC World Service. All this week, we've been looking back through our archives to bring you stories of space exploration, marking 50 years since the Apollo 13 mission to the moon almost ended in tragedy. In 1972, NASA launched its final moon mission, Apollo 17. In 2012, Luis Hidalgo spoke to Harrison Schmidt, one of the two astronauts who were the last people ever to set foot on the moon. Roger, Houston, America has found some fair winds and following seas and we're on our way home. It's December the 19th, okay, 1972, and the last manned mission to the moon is almost over. On board the command module of Apollo 17, which splashed into the Pacific Ocean, were three men, Ron Evans, Commander Eugene or Gene Cernan, and geologist Harrison Schmidt. I don't think we were able to really relax until we had uh, gotten into the Pacific Ocean, been uh, picked up by the uh, Navy SEALs, actually they were called frogmen in those days, and in the helicopter and onto the carrier and had been greeted there. You don't really relax until you get into your cabin and uh, actually drop your first glass of water because you forgot that you're not weightless anymore. Harrison Schmidt and his fellow astronauts had spent the last 13 days in space, making a journey that only a handful of men had made before and that none have made since. Back on Earth, it seemed almost incredible to think that just over a week earlier, Apollo 17 had landed almost 400,000 kilometres away on the surface of the Moon. Okay, stand by for pitch over. Oh, are we coming in? Oh, baby. Pitch over. There it is. Proceeded. And there it is, Houston. There's Camelot. Wide off target. I see it. We got them all. 42 degrees, 37 degrees, two, 5,500, 38 degrees. Bellinger, you go for landing. Commander Gene Cernan, at 5.55 in the evening Eastern time, stepped onto the moon first. I'm on the uh, foot pad. And Houston, I step off at the surface at Taurus Littrell. We'd like to dedicate the first steps of Apollo 17 to all those who made it possible. I come out here. Oh my golly. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, but is it bright in the sun? As Gene Cernan began to walk across the surface, Harrison Schmidt followed. Gene Cernan, like all his NASA colleagues, called Harrison Jack. Hey, Jack, don't lock it. I'm not going to lock we it. Gotta, we got to go back there. You lose the key and we're in trouble. Okay? Just walk around for one second. <laughs> hey, man, put your visor down. And I'll be over there and you can fix my uh, tool harness. I don't like that thing loose. Yes, sir. Uh, you're pretty agile there, Twinkle Toes. You bet your uh, <laughs> life I am. Uh, the valley where we landed was only about seven kilometers wide. The valley of Taurus Littro is uh, a valley deeper than the Grand Canyon. The mountains on either side rise to elevations of 2,000 meters. Uh, really uh, quite remarkable. The uh, sun is illuminating those mountains uh, and the walls of the valley quite brilliantly. 
of course, the unusual aspects of, of being in that valley was that you could see the earth over the southwestern mountains, and the sky was black. It was black because there's no atmosphere on the moon. But that still, uh, even though we knew it would be black, is uh, something that's a little hard to get used to, to have a brilliant sun and a black sky. Harrison Schmidt is the only geologist ever to have been sent to the moon. And the three days of exploration that followed produced the richest collection of material from the moon of any of the Apollo missions. That first day, they spent seven hours on the surface. Altogether, they spent 22 hours on it, exploring. Every uh, excursion we had out of the lunar module Challenger was uh, partially planned and partly extemporaneous. You don't know what's there. And, of course, uh, for three excursions out of the lunar module, we were trying to find out what was there and, in many cases, were quite surprised by it. What they found was probably the most important discovery of all the Apollo missions, orange soil, evidence that there had been volcanic activity on the moon. Also, uh, around one of the craters, uh, we thought might have been a volcanic crater, although it looked very much like an impact crater, uh, we uh, did, in, in fact, find uh, uh, volcanic glass, material that had been erupted about three and a half billion years ago, and that uh, really has become one of the most important samples ever returned from the moon. Although we had anticipated maybe seeing something colorful around that crater, when we found it, it turned out not to be exactly what we thought it might be, but still extremely important and remains important today. It is a material that just in the last couple of years, advanced analytical techniques have discovered contains water, uh, lunar water, uh, not water from anywhere else. Looking back, Harrison Schmidt says he had thought about that moment of being on the moon for so long, but it far exceeded anything that he'd imagined. And they had fun, too. I was strolling on the moon one day in a merry, merry month of December. Now, May. May. May is the month. May, that's right. May is the year of the month. The physical feeling of being on the moon was very much like walking around on a giant trampoline. Uh, the, you're only one-sixth your weight because uh, the one-sixth Earth's gravity that the moon has the uh, muscles that you have are just as strong as when you left the earth. So it is very much like a large trampoline that you uh, are walking around on. I found that running across the surface of the moon was best accomplished for me by using a cross-country skiing technique that allowed me to uh, push off the surface, glide just above the surface on a long stride, and then do another toe push as I uh, came back down on that uh, lunar surface. And the smell, well, all the astronauts said the same. The moon smells of spent gunpowder. And when the moment came to leave, it was Harrison Schmidt who stepped into the capsule first, followed by Gene Cernan, who, with these words, went down in history as the last man to stand on the moon. And as we leave the moon and Taurus Littrell, we leave as we came, and God willing, as we shall return... 
And as the lunar module rose up from the surface of the moon for the last time, Harrison Schmidt says he didn't think about history. He only thought about the job of getting off the moon safely and getting home. History came later. You're making sure that all of the procedures are done properly. Once you're in the cabin, relaxed, uh, having your dinner, then uh, you have some time to reflect that, uh, well, it's too bad that this is the last uh, mission. It shouldn't have been the last mission, but that was the decision that was made, and we're just going to have to wait until uh, another generation has an opportunity to go back. That was astronaut and geologist Harrison Schmidt, who spoke to Louise Hidalgo in 2012.